Happy to go? Yeah. Is it just called the Ross Noble Podcast? Who knows? That's up to you. You're Ross Noble. You tell me what it's called. I'm trying to remember <laughs> whether we could. That's, that's what we called it. I'm so shit at doing like in proper introducing type. <laughs> horrible. Right. Okay, we're ready to go? Yeah, we've started already. This is it. <laughs> this is It's going very well. This is me starting. Come on. No, don't say come on because I'd started. Oh, sorry. All right. I said, okay. how have we started? And then you went, right, here we go. and then I paused like that because I'd started up and you said, come on. Okay. Yep. I withdraw my come on comment. That's withdrawn. Right. That's withdrawn. Right. We're starting. <laughs> Hello there. I'm Ross Noble. I'm I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that to the people that are listening. I don't know. Being, that would be an insane way to start a podcast for me to literally go, Hello, I'm Ross Noble. And you go, Well, I know. I'm Ed Cavalier. We've been talking. And Wait. But I, that's that's my line. I met Cavalier. Good to be here. <laughs> All right, sorry. Say hello there. Hello there. Yeah, you're saying that to the people listening, not to me. No, that was to you. I'll say it now. Hello there to the people listening. Anyway, so uh, for everyone listening, uh, <laughs> this is a little insight into what uh, my new podcast is going to be like. Wonderful. What's never happened in the podcast space is essentially mm. nobody has done a full podcast that just involves. Uh, setting up the equipment <laughs> and then the whole podcast is about doing an introduction so uh, well done we're gonna do that uh, we're aiming to do a hundred podcasts uh, oh, yeah. where that's all that's that happened <laughs> and are we going to be setting up different types of equipment or just podcast equipment uh, we'll be setting up the podcast different types of podcast equipment and also uh, various different uh, forms of machinery uh, starting with uh, the first episode, I thought we could set up a spinning Jenny. Oh, that'd be wonderful. I mean, there's a lot of people at the moment who've got their own spinning Jennies that are wondering what to do with them. Yeah, um, looms, old style, <laughs> old style looms. There's not enough. There's not enough loom fun out there. No, 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 no. There's not enough loom content. I've, I've always said that. If you put in hashtag loom into Instagram, you will get nothing. Yeah, there's a lot of people currently, because uh, of the lockdown, doing Zoom calls. Well, I yeah. actually do loom calls. <laughs> it's just people look through my window and it's me sat with a loom. And, uh, my my favourite thing is, is to dress my kids up as Victorian urchins and force them to go into the looms. <laughs> Anyway, that's what you can look forward to. Which I should probably explain. Like, like every middle-aged man on the planet, I've decided to do a podcast. But I'm joined by Ed Cavalli. You're you're sort of a you're sort of an expert because you work in uh, radio. Don't Thank you. you. Yeah, I do. Thank you so much. And so then this, I'm I'm honoured to be here, or Ross, to uh, be part of the what we're calling is this episode one or episode zero of the Ross Noble podcast? Yeah, because this isn't the full. This isn't the full no. thing, but. Got to have like a, like basically the theme is just general ramblings. That's that's the general theme. Fantastic. Yes. You have to have you have to have a hook. You have to have a hook. Yes. So the hook that I've come up with is I've decided I spend a lot of my time. I basically sit there flicking between news and music videos. So I'm oh, obsessed yeah. with music videos. So what I thought I'd like to do, and with your help, is to. Uh, Look at the music videos, but really take a deep dive, you know? Love it. So what the plan is, is what I thought we could do, we'll review a modern video, because that'll be good for, like, the young people. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The TikTokers, all the TikTokers will, getting, will be getting mad lit, Rossi. Exactly. And while we're, while we're talking about the TikToks, we'll be, uh, we'll be fixing old-style clocks. <laughs> 
as the uh, the original the original TikTok video. It's just a man fixing a clock. Yeah, a grandfather, a grandfather <laughs> clock. Uh, pendulums. There's going to be a lot of talk of pendulums. Now, here's my question to you. Before we start into this, have you ever been in a music video? That's my question to you. Thank you so much for asking. And I too share your obsession with music videos. It's one of my, whenever I've got my computer open or whatever, I am always watching uh, music videos. They're one of my favorite things in the whole world. And the closest I've come to being in a music video, I've never been in a music video, but my claim to fame is that I was once kicked off a Skittles commercial that was a musical Skittles commercial. I was kicked off a Skittles commercial for overacting and that was set to music. And I was, I had to just, I had to imagine, Rossi, we're at the, um, the fountain at the old Sydney Eye Hospital, which is at the top of the, top of the city. Sorry to interrupt, but if I'm right, that has a brass pig outside. It's the one, that's why I said it. I knew you'd know about the brass pig. For anyone that doesn't know about the brass pig, uh, cause you know, that's the thing about podcasts, they're international. <laughs> If you've just tuned in, you're listening to uh, the Brass Pig podcast. <laughs> brass Pig has got, you know how like when brass, brass sort of dulls over time. Yes. But if you look, the pig itself has a perfectly uh, anatomically correct pig penis, Ooh. which if you look is shiny. So what's happened is, <laughs> this, this is honest to God's truth, right? I think what happened was, is either people have gone... That pig's that pig's got actual pig genitalia, and they've gone. Well, when are you going to get a chance to see what a pig's downstairs feels like? And they've touched it. You know how sometimes I don't know where this. You know, people like will will like with certain religious statues, they'll kiss the feet of Jesus. Yes, yes. I think what's happened is is people have gone along there and gone. Oh, there's a bronze pig, and then they've gone. Off oh, you rub its cock for luck. Mm-hmm. And then it's shined up over time. And I think because it's an eye hospital, I think that somebody somewhere said, I, either it was that, and they said, go along and rub it full of all, because it's an eye hospital. A lot of visually impaired people were like coming along going, oh, what, what is this statue? And yeah, it's wonderful. It's a pig. And then they've touched the pig and they've gone, what? And then they've gone, oh, <laughs> that, uh, and they've grabbed a hold of, uh, there's many options. But anyway, the point is you were at the eye hospital. Well, now you've forced me to talk about the, the statue outside the Queen Victoria building, which is Queen Victoria and of course her little dog. And it's her little Scotty dog, right? Yeah. But the voice that they use is, it's all, the, 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 the statue speaks to you, but it's all from the perspective of the little Scotty dog. Right. So it says, hello, I'm such an, I can't remember the dog's name, Scotty, the Scotty dog, Queen Victoria's faithful companion. And yet the dog talks like that. And that's because the voice of the Scotty dog inside, uh, sitting on Queen Victoria's lap, is none other than legendary broadcaster John Laws. The bush poet slash uh, AM radio stalwart is the voice of the Queen Victoria's dog. So for anyone who's ever visited Sydney, uh, he's a sort of an AM DJ from a long time ago. However, I was in this, so I'm in this, um, I'm in this ad for Skittles. Sorry, mm-hmm. before you get the Skittles ad, isn't John Laws? He's a he's a bit of a sort of shock jock, isn't he? Like yes, he is about immigration and stuff. Yes, and it's, yes. It's good to know that Queen Victoria's dog was borderline racist. <laughs> sort of fits actually that that little dog was there just going keep the empire going keep it going <laughs> in her ear so the skittles thing and the the idea was that 
they at a certain point they would play a song like it was a popular pop song at the time which i can't remember what it was but then we would all dance around as we realized that the fountain was no longer spewing out water but it was in fact spewing skittles and it was now raining skittles yeah however every time it would rain skittles i would absolutely give it everything i had like pretending to rub myself in them and shower in the skittles and jump up and down arms outside like arms out wide jesus come clean me style and a man came up to me with a headset after the first one he said now listen mate um you're giving it a bit too much yeah i know you're excited about the skittles we all are but we're going to need you to tone it we're going to need you to tone it down a bit i said no i said no dramas ross and instead, what I did is I toned it up and I skipped around the full circumference of the fountain, looking at people who wouldn't look back at me, putting my hands in the air. Because my idea was, if this was real, uh, Ross, if Skittles actually started coming out of this fountain, you wouldn't just stand there and calmly grab a handful. You'd go ballistic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a miracle, isn't it? Thank you. It's a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was after the second time I did it, I got a little tap on the shoulder and said, we won't need you anymore today. Thank you. Oh, that's terrible. Like, you should have basically, like, as soon as they said action, you should have just, like, run off down the street, like, (laughs) (laughs) ah, it's the work of the devil. And they'd be like, no, no, it's just Skittles coming out of the, sorry, that's my character feels that. And (laughs) And then do it again, and then uh, run off, ah, and they go, no, we told you, your character it doesn't think it's the work of the devil. And then go, oh, no, I'm uh, diabetic. <laughs> this is the worst possible scenario that I could get involved in. How do you feel about the M&M's adverts? Because those M&M's are... Well, it's cannibalism, isn't it? You know, they're just sort of... These happy characters, you know, they're like they're hiding in the toilet mm-hmm. in one of them. Yeah, that's the one that really freaks me out. Hiding in the toilet, and they're just like, what are you hiding in the toilet for? Because everyone out there wants to... <laughs> Basically wants to murder you? Yeah. Say you did have, like, that massive M&M, right? Mm. And there's, like, presumably they're all chocolate inside. We know that. They don't have any yeah. internal organs. No, no, no. They're magical. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah. They're wearing shoes. Yep. <laughs> Everything's chocolate. Can you, like, bite into them? But because they're just chocolate, they're just like, yeah, yeah, keep beating me, man. Keep beating me. Or... Do you have to pick up the M&M and, like, smash it repeatedly yes. against the side of the door till it's <laughs> lifeless? So so that's my two... They're my first two questions. Correct. Do you have to smash its skull in till it's lifeless yes. or do you yes. eat it while it's alive? No, because it, 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 in the ad that's on the plane, I'm assuming that the two flight attendants that are looking for the M&Ms that are hiding in the toilet. If you watch closely, they're sort of at the kitchenette area. And I'm assuming that one of the implements they've got for this flight is a mallet. And if and they, they smash the skulls of the M&Ms and then carve up their lifeless bodies uh, to be handed out to the, uh, the to the passengers. Oh, I see. So that one M&M goes to the whole plane. I think so. But then how disappointed would you be if you were on a plane? <laughs> Say they did get rid of the eyes. They take the eyes out. They gut them. They like fish. They like fish. They gut them. Right. Because how disappointed would you be if they said, oh, we're going to come around with some M&Ms. And instead of M&Ms, they came around with like smashed up triangular. <laughs> you go, well, that's not an M&M, is it? That's a, that's a tiny bit of chocolate. With a bit of a crust on, I was hoping for M M&M. and M. That's true. 
Unless, unless there's only like six of them, unless they're only for the people in first class and you get the whole one. But then, here's my next question, right? You've smashed his head in, right? So it's lifeless mm. and his eyes have gone all glassy, right? Yeah. Say for the sake of argument, they don't gut it and chop it up and they give you the whole M&M, right? Here's my question to you. Would you then hold the lifeless M&M with the glassy eyes... And and then start eating it from the front, so you're basically mm. eating its lifeless face, right? Mm. Or would you flip it around, and and that's even worse because its arms and legs would be down, mm. and you essentially approaching the M M&M and M from the rear. Oh no, you could do the top, so you could hold its lifeless body, and then you're eating mm. through the skull. How would you eat? A lifeless M and M. Well, the reason, the, what it makes me think of is when I would go to uh, a restaurant with my uh, family, with some of the sort of the Chinese wing of my family, and a fish would be put down, a whole fish, you know, like as part of the dinner, and the eye would be left for whoever was the sort of most senior member of the family at the table. Uh-huh. So the sort of oldest auntie or the grandpa or whatever, you, that person would be offered the eye first and if they wanted it, they would take it. And if not, then the next person down the line and so on and so forth. So if you're thinking about like that, the eye would be a delicacy. And so I think what I would do, if it was still chocolatey, I'd probably eat the eyes out first, Oedipus style. Right, like literally just like tongue yeah. tongue into the eyes. I like yeah. the idea you tongue the eyes out and then just leave Goodness, the yeah. chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> But the eyes are chocolate, are they not? No, I think the eyes are like actual. I think they're. I think the legs and the. I think the only bit that's chocolate is the M and M body. So what's its legs made out of? Well, I think the legs are like they're like real. They're like proper legs. No, they're chocolate legs. They've just got pants on. So the shoes are chocolate, or are they shoes? No, no, they're shoes. You take the shoes off, and then you yeah, chocolate feet. Fair yeah. enough. It's like a Smurf. It's like when Gargamel's trying to cook the Smurfs. Yeah, he has to take their little white, their little white hats and their little white pants off. What he wants is pure blue Smurf. He doesn't want to be chomping down on hat. Oh yeah, see what he's saying. I'm glad we've come there. <laughs> so I have been in a music video. Oh, which one? Well, I've been in two. Oh, I was in one that you probably might an artist that you might not have heard of. Have you ever heard of a Celtic rock act? Uh, called Skyclad. I haven't, but that's not to say I won't. They're a, they're a heavy metal Celtic band. Wow. I can't remember the name of the song, but it took place in a, a disused Victorian theatre. Yeah, that's correct. That's the right thing to do. I was, how old was I at the time? I was 14 at the time. Oh. I played the ghost of a Victorian musical performer. And how did you, how did you get this role? I thought, I thought they had it because it was, you know, Ross Noble's in our video, but they didn't even, you didn't even know you were Ross Noble when you were 14. How did you win the role as a 14 year old? There was a shop called the Ugly Juggling Company, which was a, was one of only two juggling shops in the UK. What used to happen was the guys who ran it, People would ring up and say, we need some jugglers for this, this, whatever. But because they were full-time professional jugglers, they had a certain amount of money that they would work for. Wonderful. And then they would say, look, we're not doing it because this is our job and, you know, we want lots of money to juggle for you. But these kids, they'll be up for it. They'll work for next to nothing. And, uh, and of course, we were up for anything. So, yeah, me and my mate were like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have some of this. So, yeah, so Skyclad. 
Now, I've got some names of songs here. Was it Emerald? Doesn't ring a bell. Thinking Aloud? Oh, that might have been it. Think 1993? 93. That sounds like it. This could be it. Yes, this is it. This is the video. There I am. There. Oh, my God. Oh, my that's, God. That's me. That's me right there. Oh, look. And there. Well, this- <laughs> there you go. Well, this is the first link we'll put up for the Ross Noble Show, which is your your debut. Do you know, do they realise now that Ross Noble was in their video? We should get back in touch with Skyclad. I really don't know. I don't know. 1993. There you go. That that theatre was a, uh, it was a completely, oh, there was a little glimpse of me there. Um, that was a disused theatre in a, um, they'd found it. It was hidden away in like a big Victorian uh, seaside building, which was basically, mm-hmm. part of it was, was open just as an amusement arcade, but the rest was boarded up. So there's like a Victorian ghost train underneath that. Wow. It was basically, it was like Scooby-Doo come to life. Which one are you, the top hat or the... I'm, I'm, the, I'm the top hat. There you are, Ross. Look at you go. Geez, you're really into it too. You are dead set into that, aren't you? I think it was one of my very first... Uh, it was certainly... A, 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 this this um, There used to be a show called Noisy Mothers on MTV, and this was played uh, played on that. So on my CV for the first year or two of, of my uh, showbiz career, I was the As Seen on MTV. There you are! Look at 14-year-old Ross Noble. In fact, I might have been younger. I was, what was it, 76? Yeah, 86, 40, yeah. Wow, I am quite young there, aren't I? This is great. What a great... First things first, we've got to get back in touch with Skyclad and say, listen, Clad, you'll never guess who, you know, you didn't realise you had in your video. It's also fantastic for your credentials because you've, you started your career in music videos and it's fantastic for us. I mean, no one's talking Skyclad. I mean, big shout out to, big shout out to everyone on the Skyclad podcast. You see the end there? I came up with that. Yeah. I said, why don't I sit in a chair... And let go what? of the juggling balls and let, let them just roll to the floor. like Symbolic in that. And they went, oh, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Hang on. So 13-year-old Ross Noble's giving out, <laughs> like, directing advice. Like, he's giving notes. Well, I, I, it wasn't like I took over and said, hey, everyone, right, this is how it's going to go. Oh, that's a good ending because you just died too. But I thought I was a ghost already, so I don't know how ghosts are supposed to die. No, 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 because you're not in ghost form at this point. I believe this is a, because you're in ghost, this is, I believe that's a flashback to what happened to your person before he became a ghost. I believe this is when you were alive and you passed away and hence you died in the theatre and you haunted the theatre. Where were you on the day? That's what I said. <laughs> I, was in a skid- I was in a Skittles ad getting kicked off. You were rubbing a, pig's, a brass pig's cock. A bronze pig's cock. No, they kept, they said to me, so what can you do? I said, well, I can, I can juggle balls, I can juggle clubs, I can, I can do the cigar boxing. I had my suitcase full of stuff and then and there was a, a girl there she was dressed yeah. as a clown doing it as well. And, um, yeah, and they said, oh, what about this? And I said, they said, oh, can you, I had my unicycle there, can you unicycle across? The, yeah, I can unicycle across the stage. And I said, oh, I said, what about if I sat down in the chair and juggled? And then I went, actually, I could just 
I could just like he said, "Oh, could you pretend to be asleep?" And I'm like, I'll let go of the balls and they'll fall to the floor. Because it reads as dead, not asleep. Well, no, I, in my head, I was thinking dead, but like you know. Oh yeah, you don't want to you don't want to overstep the mark. Exactly. Um, what's wonderful about this is I've heard this on I've had this on mute the whole time. I cannot wait to go back and listen to this song. Do you want to play it now? All right, let's have a little bit of Skyclad. Thinking aloud, 1993, starring Ross Noble. So there you go. What wow, mate. Do, 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 you, do you think you might like to look into more of Skyclad's back catalogue? Well, um, I think I might become one of the 339 official subscribers to their YouTube channel, thus pushing them over the, the patented 340 mark. So I think I'm in now. Um, and that, that video, it's funny, that that video's had uh, 7,464 uh, views mm. so far. I like to think that once... Uh, once everyone gets onto this, I like oh, okay. the idea that that could. I like the idea that that could jump. Yeah, definitely. And Skyclad go. Hang on a second. We're we're making whoa, a, bit whoa, whoa. Of, a bit of revenue coming in here from the uh, yeah, thinking aloud yeah. video. Oh, hang on a sec. Nineteen ninety-three official video HD re. It went from HD remastered. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure. Looking at my screen, is that that was shot in four by three? Yes, most definitely. Yeah, that's your four by three. That's your four by three every day of the week. That's when you know you are appearing in pop videos. In that's when you know you've appeared in a classic video if it was shot before. <laughs> those, those were the days. If you're now in, if you're in a now defunct aspect ratio, you are in a classic. Yeah. And I think that might be why they opted for the top hat because they wanted it to. <laughs> For the composition, they just went, like, in 16 by 9, for a top hat to work, you know, visually, you've got to yeah. come in, you've got to zoom in, whereas there, yeah. they're not full frame, top hat. No, it's the hat in, they kept saying, yes, it is, all right, let's keep... Now, what was the other video you were in? The other video, uh, which is actually, uh, it was pretty cool, actually. Well, no, not that SkyCloud wasn't cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so the other one is, uh, I'm in the video for... A Billy Bragg video. Whoa! Yeah, you notice it's not like um, called Handyman Blues. Imagine if you played this now, and I was in exactly the same outfit. <laughs> Do we? Now, now, but you're in this as Ross Noble, though, because this is 2013. So you're in this as Ross Noble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was directed by uh, Johnny Vegas, and I have to say, oh, I love Johnny Vegas. Uh, he's great, and he so he directed this and. Uh, the song is a is a genuinely beautiful, brilliant song. So ke- there's Kevin Eldon, Neil Morrissey there. There's your um, there's your Stuart Lee. There's your Stuart Lee. You've got your uh, Ricky Grover is in there. Phil Jupiter is in there. Johnny just rang up all of his mates and just went, "Can you uh, <laughs> can you just do you want to be in a Billy Bragg video?" And um, to the actor, look at you. Yeah, there's me. Good melancholy from you. Oh, thanks, thanks. You're not pushing too hard at all. Now, for those who aren't watching it with us, now you people will watch it and we'll have sort of overlay. You're all sort of sitting in a circle in a hand in what would be a sort of a bunning shop, uh, and you're a bit, and you're all sort of having a men's group where you're all sort of admitting your feelings by the looks of things. So the song, it's a really brilliant song. It's basically about uh, it's the it's Handyman Blues. It's all the 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 songs about the fact that. Uh, Billy Bragg singing about um, I'm not the handyman my father used to be 
Um, you know, I can't fix a fuse. I can't mend a. Uh, you know, I can't. Uh, I can't do any sort of uh, handiwork. I can't build a shed. I can't hang a curtain. Um, but I can write. And, and there's the lines like, um, I can't do pottery, but I can turn. I can sit there and read the paper and turn it into gold dust later. I can basically. I can use ideas and I can create and I put a roof over our head is the lyric. Ah, uh, not bad. Yeah, it's a metaphor in that. With his artistic uh, yeah, endeavors, you see, it's it's, uh, it's, a, it's a re- it's a really beautiful song. And then, so we were we filmed it in a Wix, which is you know like a Bonnie's or whatever. And um, we were we we're all sat in around, and I I felt quite guilty. Like at at one point, Stuart Lee said to me, uh, "You're you're." probably quite handy aren't you anyway. oh yeah i know i know because yeah I can, i'm i'm quite good at that sort of shit but anyway yeah the the funniest the two funniest things that happened on that was uh one is i took a picture of Stuart and billy standing in front of a a, a series of taps you know how you have the <laughs> the, the wall of taps and it had the wigs thing up there and uh and then so i took the photograph and then I, I tweeted that photograph just saying uh, the ad campaign for Wix really has pulled out some surprise characters for the year. <laughs> you know, Mr. Credibility Stuart Lee refusing to do, you know, <laughs> would never appear in an advert. And then, uh, you know, I don't think uh, Billy's <laughs> Billy's never gone down that capitalist route, you know. And there was a lot of people going, what the hell? Billy Bragg sold out. He's on. I was like, no, just relax. And the other thing was that the shop was open while we were filming it. Oh, I was going to ask, is this shop open? 100% open. And we were just corner and then people would just walk down the aisle and just see this group of actors and comedians sitting in a circle in a, in a wix and go what hey and there was this one couple and they came around the corner and they saw us and they just like froze they didn't know what they were, they were what and uh and then because neil morrissey was there who obviously yeah. was the voice of bob the builder and i said uh i said those two are probably thinking blimey Bob the Builder's up his production value, <laughs> and he laughed, took it in, took it in good spirits. And at that point, Stuart Lee just went, "Oh yeah, I forgot you were Bob the Builder." Oh. And there was a moment, there was a look in Morrissey's eyes of like, "Oh shit!" Like literally, Stuart Lee has now remembered that I was Bob the Builder. And there's a slight awkward moment, and like nobody said anything. And then Morrissey. I started laughing my head off. I said, "Oh, Bob the Builder's filming his new video." That's right. And then, uh, <laughs> and then it's a show. It's oh, I forgot you were Bob the Builder. And there was a moment when nobody said anything, and and then, and Neil Morrissey went, "I won a Brit Award for that." And it, <laughs> and it turns out that back in the day, the biggest selling single of the year was won a Brit Award for most popular single, i.e., who sold the most. And that year, it was Bob the Bill. So at, so at the Brit Awards, they went, and the winner of the most popular single of the year, Neil Morrissey <laughs> with Bob the Builder. So, yeah. Atomic, atomic Kitten were furious. But that, I tell you, I listen to a lot of Bob the Builder because my son is two years old. So I hear Mr. Morrissey's voice uh, a lot until the new crew have come along and they're just – it's 
It's rubbish. It's rubbish. It's like when Fireman Sam got a helicopter, you know? <laughs> it's too easy. It was just too easy. And Postman Pat as well. He's got some yeah, nah. delivering, you know, thing. It's 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 not right. You wanted to uh, a, a bit like when uh, I used to like the old Ringo Starr, Thomas oh, the Tank Engine, you know, One era. because in those era, they, they, in that era, you know, they had Harold the helicopter. But what was great about it was you heard Ringo Starr commentate. You know, he was he would, he would narrate a story, mm. and I love the fact that all of their adventures had to take place within a few metres of the tracks. <laughs> the also, like Ringo Starr, it's just, Thomas and Percy chugged into the station. And it's just, and it's no different, no different from him just like, you know, doing one of his, uh, when I was in the Beatles, uh, Thomas and Percy. <laughs> was he their first choice? That's an amazing thought to have in the production meeting. Right, who are we going to get to do the next bit of narrating? Because it's been around 75 years. Who's going to be the next cab off the rank? Who's thinking Ringo? I think he was the third choice. I think the first choice was McCartney. The second <laughs> choice was George Harrison. And then it was, I think that's the way they went. Let's get Paul McCartney to do it. What he won't do it. Yeah, I wonder if he was. I bet it was like his kids or his grandchildren. Must have been ah. his kids. He he's come across the, the desk, desk and he's gone, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a swing. Yeah, I'll have a touch of that. Or he just, like a lot of these, that he, like like uh, Rod Stewart and his um, model train sets and stuff, he might just love. Oh, he might be a train guy. Or he might have read the books as a child and thought, or he thought, this Beatles lark isn't going to, that's not going to, there's not going to be money in that forever. <laughs> <laughs> not with wings going as well as they are. Exactly. That's going to be eclipsed. I better get me another revenue stream. <laughs> revenue stream, which is one of the episodes. Revenue stream. Luckily, the stream was right next to the track. Percy crashed into the revenue stream. <laughs> um, there's a moment in this video where someone's juggling, but it's not you. In the Billy Bragg uh, Handyman video, Handyman Blues, up two minutes 15 in, and there's a long shot of an aisle. Why wouldn't they get you to do the juggling? I'll be honest with you. This video, if you look at the way that it's cut... Oh, you weren't there for the group shots. And the reason for that is, is because Johnny said, we'll definitely be finished by four. We'll definitely be finished by four. And I said, that's all right, because... My motorbike's getting... I organised I'm a motorbike serviced, so I thought as long as I picked the motorbike up by five, I was fine. And then it got to four and they were still going and I went, I can't risk not getting my motorbike. I've got no way of getting home. So that's what happened there. Gee, I tell you what, people have been wondering for years. There, There's a big scoop there. We've been talking for some time now and we. Uh, I hope we've adequately explained what the podcast is no. going to be. I can't wait. This is going to be great. So, Rossi, what are the two, what are the two videos that's required reading for the official start? What's the, f the f we'll put these up obviously, but what is the first two videos that uh, we're going to be doing? Right, we're going to be looking at uh, so the modern video right up the top of the charts um, mm -hmm. is uh, is the weekend, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that fella uh, mm -hmm. is he Mister Weekend? Would you say? Is he? Uh, I think it's the. I think he's uh, I think his full name he's called Theodore Weekend. <laughs> Everyone just calls them Phil Weekend. So, yeah, so we're, we're going to be looking at Blinding Lights. Have a look on the YouTubes for uh, for Blinding right. Lights. And then we're also going to be doing Classic Video, which is possibly my favourite video of all time, is uh, Cliff Richards' Wired for Sound. I don't know if you've meant this, but, of course, I've watched these in preparation. 
And they are very, very closely linked thematically from throughout the years. Oh, that's good to know. Yes. Do you want to talk about yes. that now or should we wait? No, I'll save it because it'll be one of my, it'll, this is, I think you've actually, no, I don't know if you, I'm sure you meant it, but they have strong links to each other if you know where to look. But you have to be the type of nerd like we are that's watched every music video since both of those have come out to, to pick it up. But as soon as you did it, I was like, ooh, well done, Ross. This is exactly what we needed. The modern and the classic. And what we're going to be doing, right, and you can uh, – it'd be nice if, if you could uh, if you could tweet us with uh, maybe your uh, thoughts as well. Um, mm-hmm. They're the ones that we're going to be looking at first. Um we're going to be looking at uh, the story. We want to we want to discuss what is the story yeah. of each video. What yep. what is it about? What is what is Theodore up to? What is Clifford mm-hmm. Clifford up to? Mm-hmm. Uh, what you know what what's happening? What is the story? Mm-hmm. What is the theme of the video? What is it? What is it saying? And also, what what can we learn from the video? Because that's the important that's thing. It. A lot of these videos, yeah. there's there's a there's a there's a message there. There's a theme. Yes, yes, there is. What's the story? What what is it trying to teach us? And the other thing, mm. which I think is very important, which I know it's with a lot of music videos, is uh, we want to look at the uh, the health and safety aspects oh, of definitely. the video because we've got a lot of lot of performers they'll be performing on rooftops. That's a popular one oh, in music video. You know, a lot, often without a safety rail. You know, uh, mm. we also want to be looking at, which is very important to me, moths. Good. Is the video itself, how is it going to affect the local moth population? If you've, yeah, got, thank you. if you've got Bon Jovi uh, playing in the desert with a lot mm. of floodlights, mm. lots of moths, that's going to be very high. It's going to be very high on the moth quarter, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, whereas yeah. somebody say uh, outside, Billie Eilish sliding down a hill, no moths. No moths. No moths, no, moths unaffected. By such a, by, by by that moths are unaffected by that. I would have thought they're the general categories we're we're going to be looking at, and uh, you know we're not. We're, I don't think we need to go into uh, like who directed them. Well, that doesn't matter. That's irrelevant. It, history's taught us anything. It doesn't matter exactly. So that's that's what we're going to be doing. Uh, we'll be uh, we'll be chatting about those. We watch them yourself, so you so you're all over them, and then yeah. uh, and then we'll be back. So I was going to say we'll be back. For- Can I suggest one more category? Yes, go on. Especially for the modern ones, where have they nicked it from? Oh, yep, yep, definitely. Where have they nicked it from? I like it. Because blinding lights is just as most modern, a lot of modern videos are a series of moving thefts. Right. And from other places and other films and, and things that have gone before them. So I'm very keen on where have they nicked it from. Okay, cool. We'll put that in. Uh, so yeah, like I say, we, we, I was going to say join us for the full length one, but I think we've we've done about forty minutes there. Oh yeah, this is this is a very good short intro, I would say. I think you know that's good. And if we so basically, if the uh, if the actual episodes go anything like this, then I think we'll be looking at uh, we'll be looking at forty five minute intro and uh, five minutes of uh, talking about. The actual things themselves. If we get there, I mean, if there's, if we get, you know, if there's, if someone brings up a brass pig's cock, then that might have to go down to three minutes. But that's just where we're at. Exactly. All right. So, thanks for joining me. Keep your, <laughs> keep, keep your eyes out on the feed. Watch Cliff. Watch Clifford. Watch Theodore. And uh, we will be back uh, for the first episode of the Ross Noble Podcast.
podcast. Goodbye. <laughs>